one cl- inch closer to the gun. Yeah. And it's really transformed your life since you've started it. You're on a better path. It is true. You are a uh, better person. I've I've been much more happy uh, since I started the thing that I thought of. I created. That's right. I created it, and no. I got our buddies. Uh, our comedian buddy Pedro Lima wants to start blogging on there. Yep. Shafee, our buddy that does mornings in Atlanta, he too wants to start blogging on yardstickofdeath.com. Actually, let me see if I can pull up Pedro's uh, entry that he wanted to give to me um, to put on yardstickofdeath.com. And I, I think I'm going to start doing that with some of our buddies who are taking this seriously and actually going to go through with what it is supposed to be all about. Pedro is even going a little bit more, more hardcore than me. I'm sticking true. I don't want there to be any days where it moves too ahead or too away. Right. Because it kind of, I don't want to mess with the integrity. Yeah, there is an integrity that goes with this. Absolutely. And why would you want to ruin that? Exactly. So uh, he said there's been some days where he wants to move it to and everything. And I think one a day is the rule you got to stay with. You got to keep it consistent. Now, let me ask you, Tuesday... Mm -hmm. Did it move one inch away or one inch toward the gun? Because that was the day that Grand Theft Auto 4 was released. Um, I would say toward. <laughs> because I bought it on Tuesday and didn't get to play it till like Thursday. Really? Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking of it? Because, listen, I'll be honest with you. Another reason we created the hideout is because I love to sit around, listen to the radio, and play video games. And so I know there are a lot of you right now that are playing GTA 4 and listening to this show. Is there anything in particular, Dubs, that you found about Ground Theft Auto that you're digging or you're not digging? Um, I, I like it so far. Everything's pretty good. The only thing I really hate about it is it's addicting. And the addicting part about it is uh, once you finish up a, a mission, your phone starts ringing and retard me. Just picks up the phone, not screening it like I do with my own cell phone so bill collectors don't get a hold of me. <laughs> um, I pick it up, and then it starts me right there on another mission. So I can't go and save. I have to go do the next mission. And I keep on doing that over and over again. I go hour or two longer than I wanted to. But see, that's the way video games are, though. It's always that situation of, dude, let me play one more game. If I finish this game, then I can get to the off-season and then have the really fun part where I begin recruiting or I start signing free agents or I start trading mm-hmm. people. That's I've always said that video games are the ultimate investment when it comes for bang for your buck. Yeah. Because you can throw it out. How much did GTA 4 60. cost you? $60. And you think the amount of hours of enjoyment that you're going to get out of it Enjoyment or torture? Well, enjoyment because if you really get into it, you're gonna be you're yeah. gonna be enjoying it, and it can work out to literally a tenth of a cent an hour that you're getting out of it. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, I mean, it tends to replace a lot of things you should be doing. Right. So in that respect, it's kind of not worth the money, but it's worth the money if you're just talking. If you have nothing else to do. And that's all you want to do is play some video games. It's well worth your money. Yeah, I uh, I gave up video games about a year ago now. But I'm seeing this GTA 4 and I'm thinking... It's fun. I might want to get back into this. And then, I haven't uh, killed any hookers yet. 
Is that the fun thing to do? It used to be, but I haven't seen really a whole lot around yet, and uh, yeah, I haven't been able to really find them. I know you even brought up, you figured, hey, we're going to be doing a radio show. Why don't I bring up my Xbox 360, and I'll just play yeah. GTA 4 while we, uh, do the show tonight. while we do the show tonight. So I brought everything. Um, went to hook everything up, hooked it up behind the uh, nice little flat screen TV we have up here. And uh, went to go plug in my Xbox, plug the uh, plug-in cord to the back of it, and then uh, it's a two-piece plug-in cord in the right. back. I forgot the second piece, so I'm not able to plug it in and play. So I lugged this whole thing <laughs> up here to not be able to play. I'm getting, the show. The, I'm getting this on the Instant Messenger, a few of these actually, right now, Hideout mm-hmm. Radio. Right, blanking on, brother. I'm playing it right now and listening to the hideout. Which kind of surprises me. Because I try to uh, listen to other things while I play Grand Theft Auto, but it's a storyline game. So people are going to be having to turn us down when uh, the new mission starts so they can hear what they have to do and the uh, exchange and all that kind of stuff. Let's go to John on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, John? Not much. How you guys doing? Good, brother. What's happening? Great. I just wanted to call and say I, uh, I love your guys' concept. I used to work in small market TV, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but mm-hmm. uh, basically you, you, what you're saying is exactly right. For all those people who want to get into journalism, quote-unquote, you can't just do your day job. I don't know if they know there's a clause in there. You have to reflect the station during the off hours. So I couldn't go to a strip club and be like, you know, hey, how much for a happy ending, you know? <laughs> And no, dude, listen, because like during the week, yeah, I'm on I'm on an AM talk show in the morning and it, on a fairly conservative station. And I'm pretty true to who I am, but it's it's just a way different vibe when you're in the hideout and you're just yourself. You know what I mean? And you can just you can talk like a real human being the way people talk, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude, dude, I work for Republicans and I'm as big a perv as anybody. I mean, you all are. You know, and so, you know, why why can't you be yourself? There's this double standard in society. Yeah. Professional job. You can't do this stuff. That's why we have the hideout, John. I appreciate the phone call, my man. Lawsuits, man. They're killing the country. Thanks for coming into the I hideout. Think a lot of Republicans are gay. 800-636-1067. And that's the truth. I'd agree with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go. I'm getting another. Playing GTA 4 right now. I don't know if this is kind of a thing, because here in the hideout, I like to share... If you want to hop in and give us some tips, because I think I'm going to start playing this. You know what I mean? You might as well. It's fun. If you want to pop in with a couple of things, I know there's this whole community now. And people want people want to talk about the game and little tricks and stuff that they're learning. You said there's something about cheat codes, right? Oh, yeah. You can find cheat codes online. Uh, they popped up right when the game came out, probably even before the game came out. Um, I use them. But aren't they doing this thing now, though, with oh, the cheat yeah, codes? Oh, well, if you... Uh, if you use a cheat code, some cheat codes, not all of them, but any of the good ones, they block you from uh, being able to complete missions later. Ah, all right. So you got so, you got to pick and choose what you're yeah. going to use. I don't care. Really? Are you, are you, I don't think you have to complete every mission to win the game. And how do you win the game? Uh, once you uh, rise up to being like a big boss, a big uh, gangster in the community. Do you have to be the Russian dude, or can you be a brother? Nope. Got to be the Russian dude. I think in online play, you can be a brother. See, that's the other thing I'm hearing about it now. I got to tell you, 
I picked the wrong time to get out of video games. Mm -hmm. Like I guess yeah, the, you were in during Tetris and everything. Yeah, Doctor Mario. Yeah, but because a lot of times what ends up happening is when I was playing games, I'm like, it's me and myself, you know, yeah. no big deal. I never got into the online gaming aspect of it. Oh, but I guess with now with Grand Theft Auto Four. It can be you and literally what fifteen of your other buddies, and you all, guys. I think are, it's teams of six or something like that. And you I'm guys, not sure. are, you're all out doing missions together. Yeah, like Call of Duty and all that. Yeah, I haven't done the online for that yet. The only online I've really done is uh, is Madden. Kitty porn. No, no. Well, see, how does it work out for Madden though? You hate people when you're playing online in Madden, don't well, you? I hate people when I'm playing them in person too. It used to be like that, too. You'd be so excited to come uh, to have uh, your friends come over and play Tecmo Bowl with you. Right. But it would always end up that, you know, you're Walter Payton running all over them, and they turn it off with 10 seconds left, and you get pissed off. Well, in, uh, in Madden, you'll be playing. You'll be even you'll even be whooping their ass. It'll be a good game all the way through. Both of you guys are having fun, and you know you have the game locked. You've got only 30 seconds left, and you're just running the clock down. And then they'll just exit out of the game. Right. Take their ball and run home. Right. And it pisses me off. I always send them a nasty email afterwards. Because I, I haven't grown up since I was seven. Well, well, that started so many fights, too, whenever you're hanging out with your oh, boys. I remember Throwing when... controllers against the wall, hitting each other when someone gets a home run, that kind of thing. One time, me and my friend were playing Rampage. You remember Rampage? Is Where... that the one with the animal and yeah. they're tearing down the city? Yeah. Okay. And, you know... I, it was such a tedious game, and you'd have to go through and uh, crush all 50 states. And we got through 48 of them, and it gets kind of boring after, like, 10 states. We got through 48 of them, and we're all right. We're about ready to finish this game up. He got bored, so he's like, screw this, and just goes over and turns it off. I got pissed, so I went over. And I just shoved him into the wall. His dad was there. His dad comes out, grabs my neck, shoves me against the wall. My mom's boyfriend comes up and breaks up. It's funny because all of a sudden now you got like domestic disputes that oh, are yeah. happening because of playing games on, you know, playing video games. And a true racist will come out during a video game. <laughs> I remember the Tecmo baseball game. My mom's ex-boyfriend would be playing that, yelling. Because they ran so slow. Run! Blank! Run! You're not talking about the brothers there, are you? Yeah, because they're so slow. In the game? Yeah, the game was... The game was... It, it, running bases was so slow in that game. Right. That is true, though, a lot of times. Like, you'll figure... Because I've even had friends before, and they played Resident Evil, mm. and they revert they refer to the zombies as N-Bomb. Mm. And that was the way they played it. It, it's true. The more you think about that, actually. Like, your real colors... What, zombies are... No! Oh. Your real colors come out whenever you start playing games like this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it is FN Dubs, and you're in the hideout. If you want to come in, 800-636-1067. Or if you want to uh, hop online, the Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio. Here's what's interesting. And they wonder why you got ADD. I got all these people hitting me up on the Instant Messenger right now that are saying, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto 4. I'm listening to you guys. And they're hitting me up on the instant messenger. Yeah. How does your brain, like, I understand maybe because we're along one of those, you know, we're in that age group, but could you imagine your pops or someone sitting there trying to multitask like that? And oh, now, he'd, be, he'd be livid. And then your little brother's bored. Yeah. All I'm doing is listening to the radio, playing video games, and chatting online. That's just the way it goes now. 
All right, people will say we should get a hideout GTA 4 game online. And that we should... That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm down. I'll be home at like 10. You get 10 o'clock? Yeah. Then we recruit some of the heretics? Sure. I can't remember... My my name on there is J-Dub's Hideout, but I can't remember how I spaced out. Well, then you have to look into that. Mm. Uh, by the way, just so you know, it's already beginning, like the backlash against GTA of 4. Of course. It happens every time GTA comes out. Like, you know, the moral majority telling you, hey, it's stuff like this that's causing our children to go shoot people and get into trouble and et cetera, et cetera. You ever buy any of that? I buy that it may inspire kids that are already wackos, sure. Kids that don't have parenting, sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it creates anything. You've never, though, like, I remember sometimes, like, when I was playing Resident Evil, I really found myself, like, wanting to carry a gun. And even, too, when I would be, when I would play, like, Alien versus Predator on the old Jaguar system... Mm-hmm. It would seep into my dreams, and I would have dreams about the predator, sex dreams, but we've talked about that already before. But, like, it's it slips into your consciousness, and every once in a while, you're, you're, you're going around a hallway, and you're thinking, all right, you know, there's going to be a zombie or M-bomb, whatever well, you want to talk about, whatever. You know? I, I do know that when uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, the San Andreas came out, me and my friend sat in, uh, and this was over uh, uh, Christmas, and I believe it was when that tsunami happened, and I had no idea it happened, because <laughs> I was sitting there playing GTA for so long. Was that what it was? Yeah. And uh, me and my friend went driving around after literally two days straight of playing Grand Theft Auto, and I really kind of wanted to swerve over and hit a few people, just because uh, you know, it was something I was used to. While playing the game. But see, um, but see, part of the thing is you're right, because the people that didn't go and act on that are the ones that are already lunatics. Yeah. They're the ones that already have the issues inside. And it's like when I played Mario, it didn't make me go eat mushrooms. The curiosity to get high went and made me eat mushrooms. It wasn't, you know, that there was these mushrooms in the game. It was that I wanted to see colors. Do, do you think... Uh, do you think that the video game console mm-hmm. itself has stopped the amount of, like, street fights because now kids aren't outside anymore? And now that's why you see this stuff like cyberbullying and, you know, et cetera, because of the fact that kids aren't going outside anymore to get in trouble? Um, yeah, I mean, it, obviously troubled kids are just going to create trouble where they're at. And they're online right now, so there's cyberbullying going on. That's what I do mm-hmm. still. <laughs> I still cyberbully kids from my high school. What's the it's latest? Terrific. What was the latest thing you're up to online? Messing with people. Um, I don't know if I'm doing anything right now. Uh, I wrote a new uh, blog or even a, a post for. Uh, if anybody goes to myspace.com/slash tko scott, it's a uh, MySpace I made for a friend in high school. <laughs> He doesn't use a computer. He doesn't know how to use a computer. All he knows is that a lot of people think he's gay, and he can't fix it at all. So the only thing he sees is this online posting. Yeah, and he can't he can't stop it because he, he can't even go out and make a profile for himself because, because you took his name. No, because he doesn't know how. He's that stupid. So the only one the only thing that's out there with his picture is something you created that yes. says he's gay. Yes, and uh, there's so much of a backstory on there. So many people believe it. 
And uh, then, you know, people will email. Can know. he sue you, though? Probably. Like, isn't it possible Probably. for him to step up and to sue you for some sort of libel or anything? Sure. But what is he going to get out of me? Slander? What is he going to get out of me? Nothing. Uh, I'm getting this on the instant messenger, by the way. Hideout Radio. You're in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, running red lights is tempting when you play GTA 4. Yeah. I got to play the game, man. I haven't played it yet. You have it. We have Xbox 360 at home now because you have it. Mm-hmm. I gave up video games. I almost worry, though, that I've stepped away from games for so long, and the last thing I really, the last platform I played on was the PS2. So now I'm... I'm it's not that hard to step back I'm in. I'm worried that if I step back into it, like, I'm going to feel like an old man because everything is moving too quickly and my hands and everything won't work fast enough. Oh. Scott has a new, uh... Um... Ah. Hey, we're on the radio. You want to talk? Scott has a new what? Message. I thought it was someone that I messed with, but it's just uh, someone that uh, I don't know. So, never mind. People are right. um, I'm going to also read the last last one I threw up there for him. His last update that you did? Yeah. Dubs is a cyberbully, and he goes around, and he creates fake profiles for friends. Mm -hmm. Are you surprised that someone hasn't done that for you yet, yet? No, because I could combat it easy enough. I can I can come back and like I, like J Dubs five one seven eight, and then maybe create like a whole another J Dubs online profile. But there's not anything about you that people don't already like think like nothing they could put up there yeah, that yeah, would be I'm offensive. Pretty, I'm pretty open and I can roll up the punches pretty well. They could you tell can call lies. Me gay all day. No, they could tell lies like you know Dubs is straight and Dubs prefers <laughs> chicks. Dubs loves the stink wrinkle, you know, that kind of thing. And it wouldn't necessarily be true. Uh, all right, so people are already coming out against Grand Theft Auto. It was a really cool thing to, uh, that was on MTV.com talking about how the guy picks the music for GTA mm-hmm. and, like, everything that he has to go through and some of the opportunities for now you can download stuff immediately. That's what I was talking about where I almost feel I got out of it too early and I gotta reimmerse myself in the whole thing because if you hear a song that you like, they can, you could can just click on it and download it from like Amazon.com. You can play with your buddies from all around the nation because it was it was that time when you were a kid. There was nothing better than you and your friends getting over at one friend's house for a slumber party. All four of you would plug into that stupid um, multiplayer controller. You know the one the, the Nintendo that had the four prong outlet. All of you guys are hanging out there. You're playing the four-player games, usually some basketball game or something, where no one's passing the ball to each other, and it gets all confusing, and that's how the fights start. Mm-hmm. Now you don't even need that anymore. No. Now you can be playing with anywhere. You and I could be playing together in different rooms with someone from Michigan and D.C. Yeah. And it's like, why did I pick now of all times to get out of it? And, and now it seems and like it's friends still have it, too. And so. it's not even about sports games anymore. You know what I mean? But that's what I mostly do. I think GTA is the only one that I'll go for a long, long time doing that's not a sports game. At all? Yeah. Madden, I'll do all year round. And I'll jump into other games briefly, but I'll never stick with them. Right. I'm very brand loyal when I find one that I like. Now, let's take a quick break. Come back. We're going to uh, get everything reorganized because we have the technical issues up front. Mm. Very quick break. We'll come back on the other side, get this thing started. We weren't here last week, and there's a lot of stuff I want to touch on really quickly. A couple of movies that I saw. Uh, 
the heartbreak that is over for me as a sports fan that I want to relate to you. Also, Dubs, last week we were on the air because we had some studio issues when it comes to the uh, to the actual NFL draft. Yep. I want to touch on the draft for a second, NBA playoffs. And there's just a lot of stuff going on in the hideout. Uh, again, if you want to be a part of it, 800-636-1067. During the week with somebody else. Here in the hideout, I'm El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. Whatever you want to talk about, it's fair game. 800-636-1067. Quick break. We're back on the other side getting this thing started. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. But we will destroy this place. Back in the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, Saturday night. So you're in the hideout. Not around last weekend. No. So it's been a couple of weeks since we all gathered here. A lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it's been a big couple weeks. If anything happened and you want to jump in on it, give us a call, 800-636-1067. What you think about the draft? That is the whole reason. We had a conflict as far as the studio that we use for our hideout, mm-hmm. so we weren't able to be on. But what you think about the draft last weekend? Were you happy with what your Lions did? No. Really? No. Uh, I'm not a big fan of their first pick, and, you know, I thought they were better players at the at the point where they picked other players. So, no, overall, but I'll have to say it was a different direction than they've gone in the past. So I think it was so a good draft. it may draft. not be bad. It may not be bad, but uh, with my untrained eye, I would look at it and say no. Yeah, Dubs has a lot of, a lot of bets and has a lot of tattoos on his body mm. because of his love for his Detroit Lions. And see, that's the problem, though. And I think that's what always got the Lions in trouble previously is the fact that you guys went for the big name, and that's why you always drafted a wide receiver, yep. you know, or something along those lines. And instead, you get an offensive tackle with your first pick in the first round, and you're like, uh. Never mind the fact you gave up 117 sacks in the last two years. But my problem with that was that there were better tackles out there, at least I thought. Right. I don't know. That was kind of funny. You guys did, though. You did a great PR thing. I was watching yeah. E60 today, and you picked up on that cat, the uh, the Caleb. Um, I forget what his last name is, but the, the, the safety. Dude. Yeah, yeah the, the safety that, if he had not been drafted, was going to go over to either Iraq or uh, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And um, what did you think about that? You weren't at least. You weren't... I, I was happy about that just because it gave us some good pu- uh, you know, press. And it means that they can't give us a D as far as the draft goes. They have to at least give us the C. Because, uh, yeah, when someone takes that guy and does the feel-good story, you can't fail him completely. i got to be honest. I'd rather go Afghanistan than play for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> There's more honor. Oh, infinitely more. Now you're... Probably more money, too. Yeah. 800-636-1067. At least, you know, he's not quarterback, so he won't be getting as beat up as he would. Uh on the on the field because if it was like a, a quarterback job that you're again for the Lions, I'd say yeah, send me overseas. I can't handle that. The skins picked up on Devin Thomas, wide receiver out of Michigan State mm-hmm. in the second round. That's who I thought you'd get. I thought you guys would take another wide receiver out of Michigan State. They don't have the balls for that. We did take one late in the draft, but 
Skins also picked up on Fred Ta- uh, Fred Davis, a tight end out of Southern Cal. Malcolm Kelly, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. And then a tackle in the third round. Really picking up with some guys that can catch the ball. Now you got to make sure you got someone who can throw it to him. Uh, who do they have? Uh, Campbell, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as he comes back from the injury, though, he's going to yeah. come back from the injury. Yeah, he, he actually turned it on last year, so. I thought, I know Skins fans are going to hate this, but I think the Cowboys did incredibly well for themselves. They did. Very well. Pick Which it up does on piss me off, too. First round, Felix Jones. Second round, Mike Jenkins, his cornerback out of South Florida, who is a badass. And you put him with Pac-Man Jones. The NFC East, that's what's great, is that the NFC East is just always fantastic. How much does it suck for you? Being a Lions fan. No, it doesn't. Really? Because if I, if we were in the NFC East, we would never win a game. But you don't think there'd be more pressure put on by like the team or the, the town to say, hey, we got to compete with the Giants, we got to compete with the Skins, we got to compete with the Cowboys? Trust me, if they aren't putting pressure on them to compete with the Vikings well, yeah, or whole, the Packers. But there's a whole thing of... All right, our division sucks, so we don't have to be all that great because we might be able to win it this year because it's open to anybody. By the way, are you tired of Brett Favre like I am? An enough already go away, dude? Well, this year, yes. Before, I was like, you know what? He's Brett Favre. Give him his time to make his decision. But now that he's made his decision, he said he's retiring, go away. I don't want to hear from you anymore. If you weren't sure, don't make the, the call. I'm tired of it. Is Brett Favre really that great? Yeah. Really? Absolutely is. For someone to go as long as he has, playing as many games as he has, and still, like last year, he was, in some games, one of the best quarterbacks out there. I don't know. I just thought he was overrated. How? I don't know. What, I... what, what did you see in this game that you didn't like? It's him. I don't. You know what it is? I don't like it when people just dote over some dude. Like when you have the national media just sitting there slurping the guy. And then that, that automatically makes me hate him because everybody loves him so much. I hate, like it I, they, I hate it when they do it over draft picks. Like when Eli came out and he hadn't played a touch. Well, he's going to be great. Don't worry about him. Yeah, he's going to be awesome. You don't have to worry about that. He hasn't played it down. You don't know that. But... He he earned it. Brett Favre went out there and earned it. Right. So I have no problem with people, you know, bowing to him because he's gone out there and proved that he deserves it. NBA playoffs wrapping up. The Wiz get eliminated by the Cavs. That's easily one of, turning into probably one of the best rivalries in the East now. Mm-hmm. The Cavs and the Wiz. Uh, and I love the trash talk that goes on. I loved all the trash talk that was going on. Uh, between for the game. between LeBron and Butler and and um, Brendan Haywood and every I just it, I don't know to me that you like that excitement you like the added trash talk it's, basketball needs that with uh, it, it, because it's been, it's been in trouble uh, the game has looked sloppy for a while uh, the the refs have been questionable for a while I think it needs that toughness brought into it that you know confidence. And uh, just the the uh, the sense that these games matter to the players. I think that is a big thing for basketball to succeed. And I got to say, I'm so excited that my Dallas Mavericks fired Avery Johnson. Yeah. Uh, there's there's probably no worse coach with a better record in the history of the league. I'm I I I hate the guys on ESPN that sit there and that are supposed to be analysts 
like Stephen A. Smith and Tim Legler, a couple of douches that I'd love to punch in their throats because they have no idea what they're talking about. When they never get it right. When it comes to the team, no one ever holds those guys accountable for their awful analysis. What it never it, happens. Were they upset with the Avery fire? Stephen A. Smith was like, well, uh, Mark Cuban thinks that it's Avery Johnson, but really it's his it's his old aging players, and that's the problem, and it's not Avery no, Johnson. No, it's Avery and his raptor teeth. What? Those, those little carnivorous teeth he has can't, you know, can't carnivore teeth. Yeah, it's no, the, no, they're car- carnivore. No, they're, 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 they're small and sharp. Oh, to me, they look like herbivore teeth, like he just grinds on grass. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and it's like, well, dude, Avery Johnson picked all those old players, Eddie Jones, who should have retired three years ago, playing Jerry Stackhouse. But they don't get that. They don't know that. They don't watch the game. They just put Stephen A. Smith on because, I don't know, you can only be black now and comment on the NBA. He's black and he's loud, so they love him. For some reason, they love that. There's I definitely my issues. I, I hate that, and I hate that guy. And I'm just excited that he's gone now. It's a relief. Mm-hmm. I know we came on after the Skins lost in their first round playoff game, correct? Yeah. Was it first round or second round? First, wasn't it? I believe it was first round. And I said, oh, that's right, because they kind of snuck into the playoffs. Yeah. And I said, hey, Skins fans, aren't you at least happy that it's over now? Like, now you don't have to go through the agony because you weren't really going to win the championship. Yeah, it wasn't looking good for you. And people said you can't be a true fan and be happy that it's over. I was happy that the Mavericks got their asses handed to them, even though a better coach would have beaten the Hornets. But I was happy Mm -hmm. that they got their asses handed to them so that this coach would get fired. Because if somehow we had beaten the Hornets, he may have been able to hold on to his job. And I'm relieved. Here's the reason why, for you, I would not be excited about this. It really looks... Like, that door is just cracked open. It's, now it's, you sound like Stephen A. Smith. Shut it, up. You don't know what you're talking about either. We got plenty of good players. We just needed a good coach. Yeah, but you're fine. <laughs> we are. We're fine. Don't worry about yeah, my mortgage team. mortgage the future. No, though. shut up. See, now you, just, now you just repeat what everyone else says. You I've and, always thought that. You and Legler and Smith and all you... When you first made that trade for Kid, I, I oh, said, you, you guys better win it this year. You don't. We got next year. And we yeah, even got that, the year after next that. Year, next year. How long did John Stockton play? And he could, have probably, he could probably still play today. And no, Kid has similar skills. But see, you guys don't know that. You don't know. I have to sit there and suffer with my team. Kid's autistic. He, he, needs, that to, is true. he needs to go home and just stare at a fuzzy TV. He looks like an orc. You know, he, mm-hmm. he does. He looks like one of those creations out of Lord of the Rings. Those monsters. I don't care, though. i got to get me a championship. So, anyway, that was something that happened in the last couple of weeks that made mm-hmm. me happy. Saw a couple of good movies. Harold and Kumar, did you go see that one yet? Nope. I was supposed to go see it with you, and you guys said no. We don't want to go see it yet. And then you waited for me to be working and went and saw it. Yeah, we did. See, I don't know if you know this. Uh, but Dubs, mm. he lives with me and my girlfriend. Yeah. And my girlfriend even brought it up to me. She goes, uh, do, does Dubs have to come with us everywhere we go? I don't. I've You've invited me, place. I'm like, no, you guys go. Does he always have to be that third wheel? No. I don't like being the third wheel. He's always around. I am not. Him and his dog. Can you and I ever get a little quality time together? I rarely see you. Well, now I do because we, we work, work in the together. same building now. And I go, you know what? You're right. Let's tell them we're all going to go see Harold and Kumar. 
and then wait until he's working and then go see it without him. And it was great. It almost felt like we were sneaking out on our kid. You can just tell me, hey, I don't want to go with you. Hey, I don't want you to live with us. Right. I mean, I don't want you to go with us to the movies. Hey, nice. It is odd, though, because, like, Dubs is always around. I am not. And if he's not always around, then his dog's always around. That's true. And that hurts a little bit. Didn't give us any me time. You're clingy. Jesus, you're isolating everything. I don't even need Dubs anymore. I can just have a conversation with myself in the drops with Dubs, talking about schmegma. So anyway, Harold and Kumar, good. It was yeah. a good movie. Wasn't as good as the first one, obviously. Schmegma. Stop it. It, w- it wasn't as good as the first go-around. But it was st- it's kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, during the week on my AM talk show, I mentioned that I go see Harold and Kumar, and it's like, do people even know what Harold and Kumar is? No, and Can they the even- ones that do think that you're childish for paying money for it. Yeah, and then I'm high. Like, I'm just going to get high and watch it, but it was a pretty good flick. And then I saw this saving, or not saving, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. How was that? I liked it. There was a lot of penis in it, though. Those guys are sold. <laughs> those guys are talking about that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that America isn't afraid of dugs. Like we want to make sure that you know dugans are no longer taboo. And there, there's just scenes. There should be like that. And in Harold and Kumar too, there's 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 a lot of manhood going around. Is it at least you know creative? Do they throw a pair of sunglasses over it? No, it's just there. And it's uncomfortable, but it is kind of funny, too. You know what I mean? And what kind of bums me out is I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there with my girlfriend watching this. I'm like, holy cow. Bigger? Yeah. I don't know. You know, she was only with me before. Like, then she sees that, and she's like, what am I missing out on? A lot. Yeah, exactly. And I almost want to go, hey, cover your eyes. (laughs) Cover your eyes. This isn't for you. That's that's (laughs) make-believe. Damn CGI. Exactly. <laughs> but I see this, and I'm telling you, one of the hottest chicks on earth right now is this uh, Mila Kunis, whatever her name is. the Who's one she? From that 70s show. She's oh, in this the dark-haired one? Yeah. And I think she's married to Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay gets some tail. Who's the girl he was uh, married to before? I don't know. I'm gonna have she's to... the, uh, do you remember the, the, uh, the show on Showtime? Uh, the one about the, the writer, what was that one called? Uh, Californication? Californication. The, 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 the weird little dominatrix chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, uh, Macaulay Culkin's ex, too. Really? Used to be married. Alright, well, maybe I'm wrong then about that. Because I just, I remember, like, first of all, I watched that movie and I see that chick and I'm like, she's so hot. Mm-hmm. So then... So then, like, I had a spring in my step, and, like, I was working out a little bit harder, because I'm like, man, like, I love my chick now. But if I were going to leave her for anybody, it'd be that girl. You know what I mean? So I'm working out. Then I'm thinking, all right, let's say I work out. I drop 100 pounds. I move out to Hollywood, and I meet her. She's into femme dudes like Macaulay Culkin. She wouldn't even really be into me. I should go out there. You should. You got every kind of homo thing about it. That's you. I'm Macaulay Culkin. Kinda. Hmm. And you think, and you stop, and you look at how hot that chick is, and you see something like Home Alone. And you're like, that dude is going to grow up and get that piece of ass later on. 
It drives me nuts. Like it, it literally for a whole week, it drove me insane that he's getting that. And if that, you if you were a chick sleeping with Macaulay Culkin, would you make him do stuff from that movie? Like you know, like I uh, hit you on the head of the paint can. No. Drop marbles on the ground so I can slip around on them, and then we can do it. I almost think that chicks that are into femme dudes like that are really just lesbians. Like they want eat a cheese pizza, and then they want to be with chicks, but they don't want to be with chicks. So they're with femme guys. That buzz guy hasn't done anything uh, since the Home Alone movies. Have him sit in the corner while McCauley Buzz, the older brother, used to beat up on him. I don't even remember that. Jeez, it's your problem. I don't know. That was forever ago. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout. 800-636-1067. It's the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. And we're out. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Back in the hideout on a Saturday night. Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. If you want to hop in, come on in. 800-636-1067. Pepe. Laughing during the break. What happened? Rolling. On uh, the front page of MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in Vegas? The, the trailer for, for that movie's on there. <laughs> and <laughs> it's... They don't want to be married, you know? But they have to be married for six months, or Dennis Miller won't let them get a divorce. So, shut up. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher carries her across the threshold like, you know, they just got married. It just drops her. Are you going to run right out and see that one? I know you're excited about it, obviously. Yeah. Maybe they could do a double feature if that was Fool's Gold. That would be heaven. You went to go see Fool's Gold on a date. Yes, I didn't know what Fool's Gold was when I went and saw Fool's Gold. It was Fool's Gold. I went with a Fool's Gold of a date, too. That uh, Did you ever talk to her again? No. Have you gotten laid? No. That's that's been something we've been kind of keeping track on. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that Dubs hasn't gotten any, and how long has it been now? A little over six months. No, it's way over six months because we were caught up on six months two over two just, months ago. Just a shade over. <laughs> Babies have been born in the time since you last got some, man. I love babies. Wow, that's kind of funny. I I, I got to give you this. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, we talked about it starting off the show, Dubs' blog, Yardstickofdeath.com. Yeah. It forced you to change, and it's forced you to go out and do stuff. Yeah, and you're I'm... actually going out, and you had a date earlier this week, right? Yeah, but I was uh, I was stuck at my other job, and I wasn't able to actually um, 
make it on time because I was supposed to meet up with her at seven at a park. Take my dog out there. Or, well, how'd you meet her? Internet, of course. Right. Of course. Because that's the only way I meet people now. Because I'm a shut-in. <clears throat> and if I'm out on the town, I don't know how to talk to girls if I'm not saying ASL. <clears throat> What's ASL? Age, sex, location. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. I didn't even know that. Um, really? Yeah. So that's something you send over when you're chatting? ASL, question mark. And then they send back. If, says, if there's anything, nice. If there's anything under 19 in that first, and then you say no, thank you. Yes. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, I I got out there a little bit late, and it was a, it's a huge park. What kind of chick is this? Asian. Really? Yes. Branching out a little bit. Yeah. Maybe play napalm date with their light her hair on fire and shut up. <laughs> so you guys meet up, and what happens? Um, well, we didn't meet up. I met, I went out there. She went out there. Big park, right? Two entrances. I parked on one end of the entrance. She ended up parking on the other. So she was already walking. Uh, I called her. I said, "Hey, I parked over here on this side." She's like, "Oh, I parked on the other side." I'm like, "Okay, I'll start walking. We'll meet in the middle." Are you nervous, though? Like, you've never met this chick before? You nah. just see what her photo looks like? I saw her photo. She was fine. And then you just go meet from there? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're walking. Well, I, I got to... Uh, hold okay. on. I, I got to slow down because I'm in a whole different mindset. Like, I've never just kind of seen someone online and... Like, if some chick is online and says, hey, let's go meet at some park... I'm thinking this is going to be a bunch of dudes who are going to beat me up and rape me. I wouldn't even trust that it's a chick, especially if she wants to meet at a park. Why not? Because I I read the news. I know people like you. I wouldn't beat someone up over it. Yeah, but maybe you I'd say... I'd go there and have a few yuck yucks. Yeah, maybe you have some poor schlup rolling up there. Yeah, and, and then you and your friend... I can handle being laughed at. I can even handle being raped. Don't beat me up. If it, if it comes down to it and they're like, all right, either we're going to punch you in the face or give you a little jiggle, give me the jiggle any, any time, dude. So you go and you meet this chick, mm-hmm. or you don't meet this chick because you guys have problems actually hooking up? Yeah, uh, so I walk one way, she walks, you know, and we're supposed to be in the middle. And we didn't start walking until about 7.30. It's dark around 8.30. Uh, so 8.15 rolls around. She calls me, says, hey, um... It's getting dark in broken English. She's saying all this. Hey, it's getting dark. Um, I got to turn around because I don't want to be walking around in this park at night. So I'm, fair enough. I turn around too. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to go drive over there side and at least say hi to her. Meet her. Drive over there. She already left. So. This is so awful. <laughs> this sounds horrible. Yeah, it was, it was god awful. And this whole excursion started about 6.30 when I left work. Um, and right now it's about 8.30, 8.45. So she's like, hey, you want to meet for coffee? So for two hours you're chasing around this fictional Asian chick. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to pin her down. It's hard. She's a slippery one. Stop it. <laughs> um, so she says, you want to meet for coffee? I agree. And she tells me which one she's going to. 
I started driving that way. So the way I'm not going, uh, I'm going the opposite way. So let's meet at this one. All right, fine. Clear on the other side of Tampa. I don't know how she got over there that quick. She was never there. She was setting you up. There's no, a bunch she of wasn't. dudes. No. So you guys finally meet her what? I finally met her. Cute. Did y'all, did y'all, like when you first walk up to her, do you shake hands? Yeah. Do you yeah. wave? Do you hug? No, no hugs. You had your dog with you, right? Mm-hmm. Was she? Did she have a dog with her? And no. you guys were gonna go walking dogs together? No. Then why'd you take your dog? Because so if I'm going to the park, I take my dog. So that isn't uncomfortable. Like you're you're dragging along your dog. No, on a... it's not dragging along. She loves it out there. Well, no, but I mean, you know, on a date, it it gives you a conversation piece. That's creepy. So you're bringing along your dog. On mm-hmm. a... Was it a date or was it? What was it? It was a meeting. What do you mean just like a meeting? Yeah, it was just meeting up. So you guys had talked online, mm-hmm. and you're just going to go meet? Yeah. All right, I'm getting on the Instant Messenger hideout radio that having a dog is great. Yeah. It gives you a reason to go do things. And, uh, you know, hey, yeah, I go to the park because I have a dog. I didn't go to the park. Rarely go to the park. I'm trying to find some chick, some random. But, you know, you can use that as, yeah, I'm healthy. I go to the park and walk. All right, so now you're there, and you're there with a cute chick that, you know, just... Uh, Fresh off the boat, basically. Really? Yeah. She doesn't really speak English? Not well. So you guys are sitting there, and mm-hmm. you're, what, is your dog in the car since you're at the coffee shop? Uh, no, we were outside the coffee shop. And so your dog is sitting there with you? Yeah. And what's that like? It sounds so uncomfortable. No, it's not bad. It sound, here's a chick that you don't know that barely speaks English, and you got your your kid with you, essentially. Mm-hmm. That sounds uncomfortable. What do y'all talk about? Uh, but, well, in that World case... World War II? <laughs> in that case, we talk about... Uh, Grand Theft Auto? What? Uh, how difficult it was trying to find each other like out a, there. You know, and we talk about our trials and tribulations of the night. Right. Were you attracted to her as soon as you saw her? Yeah, she was cute. I mean, <laughs> all right, I'm getting this thing that's a messenger. She's Asian. She can't drive. That's why you couldn't hook over there. I mean, yeah. She's Asian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she looked like a typical Asian woman. Right. Are you attracted to Asian women? Yeah. <laughs> so why'd you even go? Something different. I, I don't have one for the collection. Ah, so you want that as a notch on your belt. Yeah. All right, you're in the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, talking about Dubs and his incredibly awkward meeting with an Asian girl. It's not awkward. It sounds it to me. Mm-hmm. So how long are you guys sitting there chatting? Three or four minutes. That's it? And I'm like, all right, because I was, oh, my dog my dog had been out all day, and she chill. really wanted to go home, so she was. That's she was why you don't bring your dog or your kid with you on yeah, a date. You do. The dog needs to come. So Because it gives you an out, too. Right. And y'all are just sitting there all uncomfortably after you talked about how you couldn't hook up, and then it's well, like, okay. And then okay. we got to the, uh, the uh, Dunkin' Donuts slash Baskin-Robbins, and Baskin-Robbins was having like 31-cent ice cream day. <laughs> so it was completely full of brats, L- so I wasn't getting any coffee either. L. Ross on Live 1, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up? Hey, guys, this is the best radio I've heard all week. I have so many questions for you, J-Dubs, but okay. F.A., first... 
Did J-Dubs and his dog have, like, that creepy owner dog look together thing going on? Yeah, because they're starting to look like each other, and they smell like each other, and... What? And it is this weird thing where, like, um, Dubs will be walking his dog, and then all of a sudden just tackle her and, Mm -hmm. like, roll around in the daisies with her. It's fun. And you can just tell there's, like, this weird extra part of the relationship that shouldn't be there. That had to creep her out even worse. And, Dubs, did you, uh... Did you run any of your uh, genetic theories on Asian people by her to see if there's any historical no. basis to any of those? Yeah, and we no, can't I, say those anymore because the climate has changed since the last time you really ran that bit. No, I didn't, I didn't check for any of those. I didn't name myself, but I think I have a solution for you, Doug. Okay. You said you have a hard time communicating with girls off of the Internet, mm-hmm. and you've also uh, demonstrated that you have a hard time finding them physically in the real world. Uh, mm-hmm. Why not just get yourself a World of Warfare account and find one of these online, you know, quote-unquote chicks, and just have an online affair there. How about that? That's a good one. Thank you, L. for the phone call. Why not that, Dubs? How about just a virtual relationship? That's what I basically have with my dog. It is. Do you, let me ask, do you take care of yourself when the dog's in the same room? She turns her head. She looks out the window. <laughs> she knows. Just, just a <laughs> she knows it's business time. She looks out the window. <laughs> See that? I'm just sitting there goes, at his computer. The dog's looking at you, just furiously going at it. And and like I'm sure on the screen, like your dog can probably even she doesn't know what it is, but it's the same kind of thing that's going on at the screen. So she knows to just turn her head yep. and let you do your business. Yep. That <laughs> she knows not to bother Dad during his me time. Wow. Anthony, on line two, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Oh, what's going on, fellas? Long yep. time to talk to. What's up? What's going on, man? Hey, Jay Dubs. Yo. Baby Floyd, man, once you get you one of those real girls, we just call you Lars Lindstrom, man. <laughs> Thank you for the phone call. Why don't you do something real for yourself? Why don't you just go kidnap a girl and get it over with? I'm not going to say driving around. I haven't said that would be an easy target. But you don't have a little feeble. You don't have the conversion <laughs> van anymore. Nope. Right. I do have the net still. By the way, Dubs, you had another uncomfortable conversation since the last time or er, situation hmm. since the last time we all gathered here in the hideout. What was that? You went to a nightclub for a chick's birthday party. That's Ooh. that's actually on yardstickadeath.com, yeah. his blog. Yeah, I went uh and she uh, she works at the station we get, we work at here during the week. And, um, yeah, I... She was I, having her 22nd birthday. And she invited me out to this club that she was having her birthday party at. I was really sick uh, the day leading up to and the day of the party. I wanted to get out and go. I wanted to, uh, yeah, I, I told her I would, which really doesn't mean a whole lot. Because I tell a lot of people a lot of things and I still don't show up. Um... But I decided, you know, I'm going to go up there and at least show up and see if maybe I feel better. If there's some tail running around, there's a little fur on the floor. Uh, I'm gonna I'll go, stick around. I'm, I'm going to go scope the trim. <laughs> see what uh, what kind of stems are walking around there. Uh, so I went there, and I hate clubs. I cannot stand dance clubs, or anywhere that's serving alcohol 
that is cheery. Any it, Alcohol and good feelings do not mix. I wrote all of this stuff uh, out on yardstickofdeath.com. You can read it in full detail there. But I, clubs annoy me in the fact that people are dancing. People have a lot of energy. People <laughs> That's are everything happy. that you don't want to do. It's it, it, it's fake. When you're drinking, you are masking the hatred you have for yourself or things around you. That's not true, though, because a lot of people like to go out and have Saturday night, man. People are going no. out ready to have some fun. No, they're, you just they're have ready to, be... to to, to uh, forget about how unbearable their life is and for some reason they need to act like it's great and no, dance but see, that's... why are you going to dance when you work at Verizon all week what's there to dance about when you're when you're out there hawking Kias what, what's what's there to dance about but see you're in the different mentality though for you you're a depressed kind of guy maybe those are people that have upbeat looks on life they're going out that's, upbeat that's yeah, stack pants at the gap but see, that's their release. That's the positive thing. That's the good energy that they have. They want to do something fun. Dancing is tribal. It's something where you celebrate. Uh, celebrate what? That's what I'm wondering. What are you celebrating? That it's the weekend, that you're not at that oh. awful job. Oh. You worked all week to celebrate at a nightclub. Yes, to celebrate that you're not working. That's just the cycle that we have in life. You... You work very hard during the week. On the weekend, you enjoy what little time you have off. You spend whatever money I you have. I work so hard screwing someone into another mortgage. I'm going to go dance to Akon. Exactly. I'm going to punch you in your nose. So what do you prefer a club to look like? Or a bar or whatever uh, it is. Again, I wrote about this in yardstickofdeath.com. I believe that... And if I was to open a club, which I have no plan on doing unless it is this club, it would be Club Depression. And it would be somber. It would be sad. It would it would relate to me. It, there, there would be pictures of Holocaust victims on the wall. Just so if I did have a happy thought, I could look over on the wall and it would remind me of how unhappy I should be. That Brian's song would be playing on a loop on the in the uh, on the speakers. The, the 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 little speech at the end of there. The only song that you have is Nine Inch Nails Hurt. Yes, and the video or Johnny Cash's version. The videos playing on the screen would be caskets coming over from overseas. So if anybody had one happy thought, they could realize why they're drinking. Right, but that's just you. That, and I think that's you, the problem. It should be everybody. Everyone needs to be in a depression like that. Yes. If you're drinking, yes. You obviously aren't happy. You're covering something up. You're in the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067. Is that what's going through your mind the whole time you're at the dance club and you're seeing all these people have a good time? Yeah, and uh, the, the girl who works here knows her birthday, she's like, why don't you go talk to that girl? Why don't you go talk to that girl? Because I don't like them. I don't know them, and I don't like them. Because they're out there dancing. What are you dancing about? What is... But you know that Who some, are you? You know that some people look at you 
and be like, why did you come here, you sad sack? Exactly. I wonder, why did I come here? I, I knew you were going to go out there and have a miserable time. Me too. Why did you go? I needed a reminder of how, how disillusioned the rest of the world is. Maybe you're the only one that's disillusioned and the rest of the world is happy and that's why they're dancing. Happy. Life is good. Joblessness is down. We're winning the war in Iraq. The economy is flourishing. Ooh, I I helped someone have, on tech support today. We have three great potential next presidents in the United States. I work as a debt collector all week long so I can go dance at the end of the week. I can spend 10 bucks to get in and 150 on drinks. And then maybe I can buy a spoiler for my Honda. And then I will be happy in life because I've got a spoiler on the Honda. I've got my cow seat covers. I've got the loud exhaust. I am so cool. They sound like they're having a better life than you. But they, you, they aren't. But isn't life about that illusion? No! It is! Because guess what? You're living in a world where you want a bar where they have Brian's song and the Holocaust and a loop so you can, yes! re- so you can be constantly reminded about how depressed you are. I don't want to be reminded. I want to live in the moment of depression. And if I, if I try to make a little fantasy world in my head, it, there's reminders all around me bringing me right back to reality. I think it's great that people have these illusions, that they have this, because guess what? I love this club. It has dry ice. You have to have the distractions. Otherwise, people, everyone would be, would have a yardstick, a gun, and a bullet, and people would be shooting themselves constantly. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't if people would come to that realization that most of them just need to die, most of them don't matter. All right, so is your problem that the majority of the world is as a superficial existence then? Yeah, they got a crappy job. They and I, you know, it, they aren't bad people. They just they've been. Everybody's told them that this is what they should do. They should work these crappy jobs. Right. They should do as much to make as much and enjoy as little as possible but in the same sense that's kind of why we're here that's the whole reason we have the hideout yes because people have those awful those awful existences during the week and so that here they get this little bit of enjoyment for some people the enjoyment is sitting sitting here listening to our conversation listening to what your life is like for other people they want to go dance and you know what? The people that usually go out and dance tend to be happier. <laughs> they tend to be happier. They t- and they're mm. you know what I mean? Wouldn't you almost rather? If they're um, listen. It's kind of like they're retarded, and it's kind of like that dance music is the sky flowers. But it it takes them away from the existence because if you do really. If you are really informed about what's going I've on, never wanted you're going to be depressed. When I'm in a dance club, I want to be invisible and have a cane and just whack knees on the dance floor. Anybody I see dancing having too good of a time, sweating, I want to hit him in the knee with a cane. In your, in your, I didn't get a chance to even ask you about this. 
in your club depression or mm-hmm. depression bar, whatever you want to call it, are there girls there? What kind of girls are frequenting your your made up bar that you've talked about? Real ones, ones that broken English, broken English. Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. Ones that know that it doesn't matter if they you know service you in the bathroom. It doesn't Those matter. Those girls are at clubs. They're the ones no. doing coke in the coke and then another C in the clubs. They expect something afterwards. They expect a drink. They expect a pill. They expect something from you. All things that you like. Yeah, for me. I'm not buying it for you, sweetie. I don't care if you give me a little service. Rob on line two. For mine. You're in the hideout on one oh six point seven WJFK. You got some you got some issues, man. What's up, Rob? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Uh, First-time listener, dig the show. Just want to tell Dubs, my friend gave me a, a great treatment for depression. I was dealing with some myself. Uh, it's called marijuana. Uh, I tried it. I, I, I sit in the corner and I can't talk. I don't like. I I just I I can't deal with myself when I'm like that. that I, used to, do, I used to love how smoking do you, weed. How do you deal with yourself now? Easily. It doesn't sound like you're dealing very well now. Maybe you should try pot again. Maybe ecstasy. Maybe. Thank you, Rob, for the phone call. Later, bro. Appreciate it. People are now offering you illegal drugs because maybe that's the way you can get yourself right. Hey. I wouldn't be dancing, though. I don't like dancers. So you just want to sit there in the corner. Yes, I want to go there. I want to be able to talk to someone. I don't want to have to and have this kind of a uplifting conversation. Yes. I don't want to have to yell above people or sit at the bar and watch Sports Center on mute. Because that's what I do. I either yell to my friends or watch Sports Center on mute. I'm not going on that dance floor. I swear, if you play this segment for that poor little Asian girl that you met at the park. She wouldn't she would, understand it. <laughs> <laughs> that and she'd think you were going to cut her up into pieces. Mm. <laughs> you're falling, man. You're slipping. You're going down to a, you're going to a really bad place right now. You are where I used to be. That rant that you just did, I think I did that in the hideout like three years ago. Four years ago. Quit trying to steal my stuff. Acting like you created it. I did. I did that. I remember going to a club downtown D.C. and having those exact same thoughts. I'm happy now. Dude, sure you, are. you I, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I got a great chick, I got a great dog, three cats. Life's awesome. Yeah, you aren't trying to fill up your life with, with stuff for no reason. Three I'm, cats. I'm not. I got love all around me. You got an ugly dog and a that bad attitude. Me. Attitude's fine. You need, My attitude's realistic. You need some sweet friction. You know You know what? That's when I made that rant. When I was married and I had sex three times in one year. I was married before and I had sex only three times in a calendar year. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go to clubs and I'd see happy people and I'd wonder, how the hell are they so happy and dancing? If we went to a club right now, I'd be dancing because I'm happy. You're not getting any poon, dude. That's why you don't understand dancing, because dancing and sex go hand in hand. They do not. They absolutely do. I've never went out on the dance floor and got laid over it. What kind of shallow bitch would 
have sex with a guy just because he can dance. You know, at a dance club, you don't meet guys. You dance with them, and for some reason, you have sex with them afterwards. What kind of hookers are you? The kind of hooker you need to find. I don't want one. I don't want one of those girls. What kind of girl do you want? Broken English? Get lost in a park? Tell me, I want to know your ideal chick. Paint her for me. Because I have a feeling I know what's going to be painted. I, I want you to lay out for me your ideal chick. I want, I want you to go looks. You don't have to be do too detailed. But okay. then personality type. Personality type? You want personality? Yeah. Um, I would have to say someone who doesn't, doesn't listen to that. That dance music, I can't stand that. Someone who that sounded like that was code for rap. <laughs> who doesn't like that part of that segment of society? Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, just someone who's I, I don't. He doesn't have to be a rock chick. He doesn't have to be a girl that agrees with me. Just someone who doesn't dance. I don't like dancers. <laughs> what do you think sex is? Do you think sex, like, you don't see the similarities between dancing and sex? No. At all? I don't know what kind of dancing what, you're doing. What kind, of, what kind of sex do you have? Do the two of you just angry. sit there and it's just angry and there's not much movement? A lot of staring. A lot of shaking of the head. Are you done yet? Are, are you done yet? Just fall over. You know who you just described? Your ex-girlfriend. No, she liked to dance. Really? She danced terribly. Was she a bad lay? Eh, it depends. If she had a few drinks in her, she was fine. Without that... Like they're like dead carcass. Like that possum out there where we walk our dogs? Yeah. That was her? Like a gutted deer. All right, now I'm getting horny. <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm getting turned on. Well, Dubs, I don't know how to help you, brother. Where's your Where's your gun and bullet? How many inches apart? Are you still in the 30s? It starts at 36 because it's yard stick. You're down to 32? Yeah, and I haven't updated this week yet. Well, what do you think? Do you think you may get into the 20s this week? I don't want to tell you where I'm going to be exactly, but it is in the 20s. I know where I'm at right now. <sighs> I am getting this. Dubs is ideal chick. A depressed janitor with missing teeth, just like his mom. Do you want your mom? She doesn't like to dance. Yes, she does the journey. <laughs> While someone's got her their hand on her area. But she's not much of a talker either. I just want someone I can relate with. Let me ask you this, and we'll get real personal here for a second. Sure. Pull back the curtain a little bit. Like we mentioned earlier, Dubs lives with me and my chick. Mm. What about my chick? Do you think do you think you could do you like my chick or no for you? I don't know if she's the right girl for me. I I love your chick, dude. That's she's seriously wonderful. that's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. 
You love my chick? I love her. I do worry sometimes that you guys are having sex behind my back. Uh, you should talk to her sometime because I don't think she'd ever be down with it. Really? I don't think she's into me. No, she hates you. Yeah, she thinks I'm a psychopath. Yeah, because she only said it three times today. Yeah. You kept, what, what were you talking about today? And she kept saying, Dubs, know. you're psychotic. I don't know. I can't remember. But All right, so a chick like my chick's probably okay. My girl is, I'll be honest, a little moody. Mm-hmm. I don't mind She that. cries very easily. In fact, you saved me earlier this week. <laughs> all right, I got to talk about this. So, by the way, you're in the hideout, Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. My girlfriend, at the end of a long day, comes up and shuts the door. She's like, hey, I need to talk to you. I go, oh, geez, what happened? She goes, sometimes I get the feeling you're not hearing me. That you're ignoring me. Huh? She goes, a lot of times you'll, I'll make comments and you'll say, and, and you won't respond. Like you won't say anything. And it's even gotten to the point where I'll say something to you and you don't respond. And Dub sees that you don't respond and how awkward it is. Yep. And then responds for you. Happens often. And I was like, are you kidding? I had no idea that was going on. So then she starts crying. And I tell her, hey, listen, I don't have time for this. I got to get up in the morning, do a radio show. So I know she goes downstairs and is bawling. Yeah. And you kind of talk it out with her and you guys watch yeah. House. Did you do her that night? No, I didn't do her that night. I just want to make sure I'm not driving her into your filthy arms. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a drive. Yeah, she's way into me and I don't even know why. Yeah, you're an ass. I know. You really do ignore it at all turns. Do I? Yeah. Uh, it's so often. She'll come home, say something. No answer. She's four feet away from me. I said something to you. You're staring blankly at Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> and, well, I go, listen, and I have to answer I know he's you. on the he's competition, but I love that PTI. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he's hilarious. I like it when he puts on the cop uniform. It's gay, <laughs> so it's funny. <laughs> And Mike Wilbon reminds me of my dad. So there. Whatever. And I do. I just ignore her. Yeah. And I have to answer for you. Multiple times. I would say it happens multiple times a day. Really? When we're there together. Yeah. Dude, I get in this thing where I just am able to tune out people. You got to get like I was. With my ex, I tuned her out all the time. But I never missed an answer. I was able to answer every question without hearing her. Uh-huh. But you know what? I did. I used to do that, too, with my ex. You got to get back to it, man. No, but I don't want to do that, though. Cause I, what, I think you'd rather completely ignore I, I'd rather... I am not doing it on purpose, but at least if she brings it to my attention, then I, like, I'm trying to be better about it. But I didn't know I was doing it. And I didn't know you were covering for me. Yes. So I do want to say thank you as a friend. No problem. That you have my back. But so my chick, though... But not quite, not quite as moody as my chick. Because I, I actually like my chick's moods. It kind of always been fine. It keeps things fresh. And she's got kind of our twisted sense of humor and yeah. attitude. You need her to hook her, find one of her friends and hook you up. Oh, she won't do that. Will you promise me that you won't do my chick? <sighs> I can't promise anything. What if you die? If I die, you can have her. 
I mean that. I'd rather you see that. You know, here's an interesting question. Tefane Dubs in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I was thinking about that the other day. I haven't really talked. My chick was a virgin when we got together. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only guy she's ever been with. And I like it better that way. Because think about it. Do you want to go to play it against sports and get a base get a bargain and get a baseball mitt that someone else has broken in, or would you like to get a nice brand new gold glove Rawlings that you break in yourself? Takes and, a little time though. and fits your hand perfectly. But then it's your glove. Yeah, but you can make the other one yours. You scratch out the other person's name on the inside. <laughs> but I was thinking about that. If I die. Would I want her to have another guy? And you know what I really wish she'd do if I do die? Hmm. I wish she'd shoot herself. <laughs> I don't want her to ever be with another dude. Why? Because that'd be selfish of her. <laughs> I like her to find a gun, the same gun you're using for yard sick of death, and have 36 bad days in a row. Obviously, she takes out the cat and the dog before she goes out. I want to be buried with my dog while he's alive. I can do that for you. And he'll always be don't there for you. dig out, though. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so but you're okay with a chick like mine, then? Yeah. we got to find you a girl. I think, I think you are where you are right now because of the fact that you're not getting laid. And I appreciate the fact that you're now trying to take steps. When you find a chick online, mm-hmm. or you meet a chick, do you ever Google her or see if you can find any information about oh, her? Oh, without a doubt. I am nearly psychotic about how I look up girls on the Internet. And uh, when I when I start talking with them, uh, I look up uh, first name, last name, uh, email, everything. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I, I, I put searches in for everything. What do you usually find? Up. Not a whole lot. Just, you know, maybe posts on the Internet for different things. Um, I've never found anything too crazy incriminating. Because I saw this, that a lot of times, 9% all right, 9% of online adults say that they've searched online for information about someone they're dating or in a relationship with. It usually tends to be women and younger people that do this, though. So if you ever, like, if you have someone and you know their name, then you look up all their information. Mm-hmm. What have you found? Have you ever found anything? Nothing too crazy. Like I said, uh, just mostly mostly different posts they've ever made out, you know, on message boards or that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, maybe some news articles or something. Right. Or, like, their, their company homepage. Or maybe they're MySpace. And then you add them, or what? No, because you can't make it look like you've been searching them out. Really? Yeah, so you have to be sneaky about it. But now you got you know they have a MySpace and everything. So then you go, when you start talking with them and everything, you go, hey, do you have a MySpace? And then you add them, because you already know they have a MySpace. Right. Then do you think they ever, they've ever looked you up or anything? you think anyone's ever put in, like they see you and your online name is J-Dubs? Mm-hmm. And then they Google J-Dubs, and then they see all the crap that comes up? Probably. You think that ever scares any of them off? Oh, I'm sure. Just the fact that you... I've had plenty that are just pigs that pass up on the dubs. Why? 
And I think it's because of some of the crazy stuff online. Yeah, because if you Google our names, a lot of times you'll see old videos of old stuff videos, that we've done. Pictures of my ass with a big tattoo on it. Those things tend to scare off girls. My, my chick was saying that you said only drunk girls are into me. They are. I can only find alcoholics. Girls with severe issues with alcoholism are into me. But don't you think that that says something about you, that the only chick that you can get is a chick that's severely damaged? That the only girls that like you are so damaged they drink and dance their life away? Those are the girls that like you. That is what that is the aura that you're putting out. That you. I'm trying to change it, but that you're bringing back all the only people that want to talk to you are people that can't get through life straight. I just don't want one to give me a drug addict this time. Just don't give me an alcoholic that I have to carry home. Give me someone who likes cocaine and can run around and clean a lot. Why do I have to get the alcoholics who just lay there and I have to firemen carry them home? Do you think any of that goes back to your mom? No, she doesn't drink. Your mom, every time she's on the air with us, she's drunk. Yeah, she drink that. Literally, that's the only time she calls me, and she rarely calls me. And so it's just when she's drinking. Yeah. So it's like four or five times a year. So you don't think then maybe in in some weird way that's you trying to find? No. Because it annoys me. My dad's an alcoholic. Do you want to bang your dad? Is that what we're learning here? Not again. When you were in your relationship, did you ever have anything that was... Were you guys verbally abusive? Um, every once in a while. I mean, we were, we were playful about it. Like, uh, I would call her every name in the book. I'd use a C word on her. But just for fun. Yeah? And uh, I remember I did it to her one time because she burnt my pizza. I yelled at her and called her the C word. And uh, she was talking on the phone with her mom. And her mom called me. Or heard me call her the, the C word. What did her mom say? She just laughed. Classy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like McCain, then? No wonder you're voting for McCain. Yeah, I'm a McCain guy. What was this clip you found? Oh, uh, this is a town hall meeting. This is beeped, right? Yes. Okay. This is a town hall meeting of uh, John McCain. He, uh, you know, taking questions from the audience. And uh, a guy wanted to know about him and uh, a name that he called his wife. Okay. You got me turned up over there? Yep. Yes, if there's anyone residing in the back that raise their hand, I'm going to try and see you to recognize you right after this question. Yes, sir. Uh, this, this question goes to Mutual Health uh, and Mutual Health Care. Uh, previously, I've been married to a woman that was very verbally abusive to me. Uh, is it true that you called your wife a <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait a second. All right, so he just asked John McCain. Um, he goes, this is his question. He goes, I grew up, uh, I, I, I live in a house where my uh, wife verbally abuses me. And I wanted to know, um, have you ever called your wife, uh, no, is it true that you called your wife a, and then dropped C-bomb? 
Wow. Yeah. You know, it's a great thing about town hall meetings, sir, but we really don't. There's there's people here who don't respect that kind of language, so I'll, I'll move on to the next question. Yes, sir, I'll see you. Why are people, why are they clapping? It is true, though, right? He did call his wife that, correct? I never heard that. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I'd heard that before. Like that was written in some book or something. Like earlier this decade, probably written on the Huffington Post. That liberal rag. Shut up. Where you guys gather together to pass around rumors about the great war hero John McCain. Now I'm pretty sure that's true, though. If it was true and he was honest, then he probably should have said, "Listen, this isn't the time to talk about this." But yeah, uh, I did it. Why? Why would you bring it up there? What's that to do with uh, anything? Well, I think it goes to say, because it sounds to me like John McCain... He still calls uh, Asians gooks. Does he? And he says he won't change that. At all? No. Why would he? He was held captive. Does that give him a free pass? Yes. So if some, if a, if a, if someone, like a certain race, does something to you... Then like it, that? Then, it, then it's okay for you to... Then mm-hmm. use I think he's an, earned it. Then use an epithet. Yeah. And just not ever drop that. I think he's earned it. So is it then okay for black people to still harbor resentment toward white people for slavery? Doesn't matter if it, they, they do no matter what. But, uh, no, 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 but I want to say, it. is it okay, though? I accept it. All right. I just want to make sure we're consistent here. It's and Dubs in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I don't know. Maybe I might vote for McCain now. Yeah. Straight shooter. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did do that. Straight Talk Express. All right, I got an email. Hmm. All right, here we go. This is someone that wants to help you. Leslie emailed us. Because she's talking about, you know, you and being in a club and dating and stuff. The email address, if you ever want to hit us up, lhefe.jdubs at gmail.com. Good luck figuring out how to spell it. Dubs, I'm dating a guy who, like you, does not like bars, dancing, or crazy music. We do, though, love pets. We met volunteering as a at a pet rescue as dog walkers. Dude, you have a dog. That is a huge turn-on for a woman, especially right. if Cody is cute, which, she by is. the way, she is lovely. Ugly. Lovely. Check her out on my MySpace, myspace.com slash jdubs517. She looks like a melting clown. No, she looks wonderful, beautiful, cute. Just be honest about what you want. When my boyfriend and I found out uh, that at home we both just like to be lazy, we were turned on by each other, spent the day just hanging around in our PJs watching stupid movies. It might take some time, but you'll be happier. Dude, this chick is right on. One of the big things that I always said is a great place to meet a chick is at a nonprofit organization. You meet the, first of all, I don't know what it is, but a lot of times those nonprofit chicks, for whatever reason, they're they're scarred, so they're better in bed. They end up being better in bed. You should be volunteering at a dog shelter because you love animals. And then if you meet a chick who also love animals and you get this chick's right on. You need to go volunteer at the ASPCA. Mm-hmm. That's an automatic in. Because that's something that you know the two of you will agree on. Yeah, automatic common ground would help. Are you going to do it? 
Are you going to go? Cause you, I'll look into it. Because you instead, you look for chicks online. And then you also, too, you went to a bar. You went to a club. And you know you're going to hate, you're going to hate any chick that you meet at a place like that. You okay? I have a headache. All right, we'll take a break. Does your head hurt because no, you're lonely? Did you pop a vein while you were sitting there yelling about the chicks that you want? All right, we'll take a quick break. Dubs looks like he's about to have an aneurysm. We'll come back and see if Dubs is still alive. And we got one more hour in the hideout. FA and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. Why you guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the whore. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. In the face that's kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. It's the Hideout, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, Saturday night in the Hideout. If you want to be a part, 800-636-1067. If you're sitting there playing Grand Theft Auto, pass along a tip or two. Dubs got it earlier this week. How many minutes do you think you've locked? How many hours you played so far? Only a few. You save your progress at all? Yeah. I'm wondering if people are digging it. Oh, yeah. It's got a very high rating out there. It's one of the fastest-selling video games ever. It's got a huge following. People have been, And they, they, they've been pushing back the release date for it for so long. People have been pre-ordering it for almost a year now because they thought it was going to be out like eight months ago. Right. Get some aggression, man. Get some aggression out with this yeah. game. By the way, I'm a little bummed. Why is that? I don't know. Mavericks picked up Rick Carlisle as their coach. And that upsets you? I guess I was expect. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. I needed a savior. Rick Carlisle's not going to do it for you? I don't know. He might. I don't he, th- he, you know what? Well he, he might not get in the way. He did well in Detroit. Did well in Indiana. They're calling him Ivory Johnson, though. Because he's a white Avery mm-hmm. Johnson. He's very strong-minded and strong-willed and can tune people out, and that's the last thing we need. I don't know. It's true. I'll have to dissect that on my own later. All right, I'm getting another email about your dog. Hideous. Hideous, because we were talking about you. Maybe Who said that? That same chick, Leslie, the email. No. The great advice about going out. No. Trying to meet a chick, volunteering at the ASPCA. All right, she said, Dubs, you saw the picture of Cody. That would certainly attract a woman. Exactly. That likes animals. Hefe, stop being an ass about his dog. The She's dog. A cutie. By the way, I I knew this had happened. We Before the break, we played a clip mm-hmm. of a guy asking John McCain if he had really dropped the C-bomb on his wife. This is from Drudge from April 16th, so it's got to be true. 
In his book, The Real McCain, Cliff Schechter claims John McCain made the remarks about his wife Cindy during a tirade witnessed by three reporters and two aides. At one point, Cindy playfully twirled McCain's hair and said, You're getting a little thin up there. McCain's face reddened and he responded, At least I don't plaster on the makeup like a trollop, you blank. <laughs> you gotta expect, uh, or not expect, but respect. A man that will just tell it like it is. That's a straight shooter right there. McCain. He's going to go out there and tell Akademijad the same thing. Um, McCain's excuse was that he had had a long day. Guess what, old man? There are a lot of old days when you're the president of the United States. Yeah, but when you're that old, missing a nap will do that to you. And he's not going to make a big decision without his nap. Getting this thing instant messenger, it's awesome. It's epic. Talking mm-hmm. about GTA. Uh. Uh, and also, too, I'm sure that McCain dropped that. That is funny, though. I mean, it's kind of funny, isn't it, or no? Is that his way of relating to the everyman by dropping a C-bomb on his wife? It really does relate to every man. Every man has thought of that, of their their significant other at one point or another. Not all the time. But every once in a while you think you're acting like a... Right. And even along the same lines, too, when someone gives you crap about your hairline, Mm -hmm. that hurts. I know. You know, when someone's playfully ribbing you at the fact that you're losing your hair. Especially someone who's supposed to see through that, you know? Supposed to... uh, But it is a joke. Yeah. She was goofing around. Woman, know your place. Your place isn't running for office. It's clean. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. What Bill O'Reilly said this week? No. Don't be pulling stuff out of context. Media matters. By the way, um, speaking of women running, did you know that Hillary Clinton has never heard of Red Bull? <laughs> they said, despite the nineteen-hour day she puts on on the trail, she's apparently never heard of the energy drink Red Bull. Asked if she's ever had one, she replied, no, what is it? I don't know that I could respect someone that's never she heard of it. She thought it was something with the period. <laughs> that's what Bill used to call me once a month, <laughs> the Red Bull. <laughs> Go out in the woods for three days, Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, I don't know that I could respect someone that has no idea what a Red Bull is. Yeah. Especially knows. because it's such a part of our lives, energy drinks. How do they do 19-hour day? I mean, I guess they do coffee. But to not know what a Red Bull is or a monster energy drink, especially they're, Red Bull, which is the standard. They're doing 19-hour days, but they aren't doing everything that a normal person does during a 19-hour day. They're very isolated. They are out there doing just their thing. They don't have to worry about, uh, you know, um, going out and getting food, do, doing the normal things. They don't have to go grocery shopping every week. They don't have to do all that kind of stuff. They have people who do that. So they're out there just doing their job 19 hours a day. It's not really living a life 19 hours a day. It is living a life. You're it constantly is. meeting people. You always have to be on your but, game. But you're doing just that 19 hours a day. They, they don't change it up. You know what I'm saying? 
So they get into a zone. They're able to keep it up 19 hours a day without I'm really... I'm not how you keep anything up 19 hours a day. Even if it's only playing video games, which, by the way, I'm getting reports now. <laughs> uh, guy says, right now I'm in a porno shop in GTA, and there's a magazine that says, Amputine. <laughs> that sounds right up Dubs's alley. I'll tell you what, I've, I've, I've have done my thing to amputee porn. Amputee? Hmm? Or amputine? Amputee. But it's really hard to find a teen amputee. you got to take what you can get when you're in the amputees. The, uh, this kind of relates to us. We happen to be in Tampa. That's where, that's where we do the show out of, our Tampa Bay hideout. Mm-hmm. But the D.C. madam just killed herself down here in the Tampa Bay area. Hung herself in her mom's... Like shed at a mobile home park. Right before she was going to give over names of actual politicians that used her service. Was she going to give out names? Yeah. You don't think she was going to bargain down some names off some time in jail when she was petrified of going back to jail? They say her trial concluded without revealing any of the details about the service or the client. So she may not have given anything up. Not yet. Exactly. But she was looking at 50 years. You if think they say, hey, I'll knock this down to two, you don't think she's going to start throwing the names out all willy-nilly? So you, what, you think this is a conspiracy? You think someone murdered her and made it look like a setup? I'm just saying it's not past the realm of possibility. And I haven't heard anybody really bring that up yet. I love how... That was that's one of the things like that's funny about DC is that all the chicks are supposed to be like prim and proper and well educated and stuff, mm. but even still, then they're out whoring themselves for extra cash. Sure. Why is it still illegal? Why is prostitution still illegal? It's absolutely ridiculous. I think uh, it, like this uh, this chick dies whether you buy into a conspiracy or she hung herself. All she was was providing a service. Mm-hmm. You don't see any hey, of the she dudes all caught up and like bummed out. Yeah, she wasn't doing anything that uh, she w- didn't want to do, the guys didn't want to do, and weren't willing to pay for. Right. It was all on the up and up as far as people feeling right about what they were doing. We're just so afraid of sex, man. You got toothache? Yeah. Is it the same tooth that's been bothering you? Yeah. You think it's time to get pulled? Our dental in here is supposed to kick up pretty soon. You got, about, can... you got about 60 days left, don't you? Uh-huh. You think you can hold on to it for 60 days? When did it start hurting? A couple days ago. Really? Yeah. You want me to pull it out? No. I'll do it. No. Save you a lot of money. I know. Does it hurt really bad? like one of those things that come in waves. That sucks. Waves of pain. Right. You really seemed last segment like you were feeling good. You were yelling about depression. Was that really just your tooth talking? I was trying to fight through it, and I was expended by the end. We went for an hour on that last segment. Right. And, yeah, I was trying to make it through and everything, and by the end of it, I was... You were holding your head. Yeah. Like, it hurt, and you were like, dude, I got to go to break. You know what'll cheer you up? Huh? Nearly nude photos of Hannah Montana. Where? 
Vanity Fair. Are they out? I think so. I mean, you could get them all over the Internet. Do you think... Would you like me to get you that issue for your birthday? Sure. How old is this girl? Uh, what was she, 15? How is this possible? Who lets this happen? Will you turn off my computer over there, by the way? That way, in case something pops up. Uh, it's because of her dad. It always comes back to your parents, though. You know what I mean? Like, if your pops is a creep, then he's going to make you do creepy things. Mm-hmm. And so that's why she's there posing, you know, for Annie Leibovitz. I got to see these photos. I want to see the images. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Dude, that's so inappropriate. Come here and look at this. Have you seen these yet? No. Chick's 15, man. She looks like a hooker. She looks like she's better now. Not yet. My tooth. You're getting there. My tooth doesn't hurt. <laughs> Did you, uh, how about this? How about for your birthday? When's your birthday coming up? October? Uh, yeah. All right, I'm going to save enough, save up enough money. And I'm going to buy you the Jimi Hendrix sex tape. That's the one thing I do not want to see. Why not? A 70s porn, basically. Well, he's, what, it would have been 60s more than likely. 60s porn, whatever. It's not going to be hot. Even if that chick was hot back then. Two chicks. Two chicks. Jimmy Hendrix allegedly with two chicks. That's double the unkept un, uh, areas. I'm sure it just sounds like Velcro the whole time. They also said there was a Marilyn Monroe one that was coming out. Although I guess that why, one wasn't real. Why ruin the images of these icons by putting these sex tapes out? Skinny Jimi Hendrix banging a couple bush bangers. You know, there aren't any like so. There you got Jimi Hendrix. You wouldn't want to watch that one. No, nothing that old. I'm not into old porn. What if it was something like from the '80s and '90s? I'll go back to the '90s. '80s still the same thing. What about Easy E? We want to see Easy E sex tape. An Easy E sex tape. I would just for the. Ooh, you don't know what you're getting into, sweetie. That's trouble right there. Hmm. Are people With just... every second a year goes off your life. <laughs> people are saying this about the DC madam, the suicide. How about this for a conspiracy theory? Imagine that someone or some people in the government staged her death, put her into witness protection, and paid her to shut up. And then another person on the instant messenger hideout radio. It's the hideout half and doves one hundred six point seven WJFK. Hendrix may have put acid on the dome. Made it a little bit more trippy. Alright. So easy you'd watch just because you're thinking, alright, honey, you're catching the hiv. Mm-hmm. Chad Kroger, rock star sex tapes. He looks like a porn star already. You know what I'd like to see? Lars. <laughs> Lars from Metallica. Because he makes faces while he's playing drums. Think of the faces he's making during sex, just pursing his lips. Yeah. 
I'd like to see John Man. Popper. Just because that'd make me feel better about myself. Before or after the stomach staple, would you like to see fat John Popper or hangy skin John Popper? Hangy skin John Popper. Yeah, I the think one that just looks like fun. a sack. It, I, I think it looked like he's flying. You know what I mean? Like, like one of those fruit bats? Yeah, like he's got wings that are just flying and flapping. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, that Jimi Hendrix thing is supposed to be coming out. The one I would not want to see, though, is like 50 Cent. Just like some in-shape dude rocking it and just making you feel completely self-conscious. You'd be sweet looking at a girl going, your life's ruined now. You're never going to be able to have sex with an IT guy again. You're not going to be able to have sex with a normal guy ever again. There you are. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was worth it, sweetie. You got some real race issues, dude. I don't. No, 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 no. But imagine having sex with 50 Cent and then saying, hey, Dwight in marketing. <laughs> you're, you've had this steady theme all night long where you're just picking on the average dude. Like the person who has the regular job. Why is it you're picking on the everyday man? Because everyday around? man is a sucker. The everyday man... Works his ass off doing stuff for people who don't need that stuff. And he's happy with it. He's not happy, though. He's content. He's doing it. Which, so, in your mind, then everyone should give up what they're doing for a living and then go off and yeah. do something that makes them happy. Yes. Why wouldn't you? Nothing would get done. Have you noticed this, by the way? There... There used to be a thing where people would pretend mm -hmm. to be nice to you when you're getting fast food. They used to pretend to yeah. be nice. Now, it happened. it's happened to me twice this week. They literally throw you your bags. <laughs> and it's like, all right, and then just shut the, shut the window. There's absolutely no customer service at all, which I, 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 went, I can understand. I went to a gas station today, and I'm paying... Three fifty for gas, you know. Three fifty five. You're getting off cheap then. Um, and I go in to buy energy drinks too. So I'm paying all this money at this place, buying you know four or five energy drinks, pack of cigarettes, everything else. And the lady goes, "All right, here's a total. Bags are right next to you if you want a bag." So they don't even bag the stuff up for you anymore. I have to peel off my own bag, sit there like a retard trying to separate the two things mm -hmm. because this minimum wage dimwit. Whoa, hold on there. Watch your language, sir. She can't do her job. I'm telling you, man, it's this weird thing now. Where people and why are there so many 50-year-old women working at gas stations out here. But it's not just here. It's everywhere. That's the jobs that are available. I want to choke them, and I want to choke the people who keep on buying lottery tickets. Why are you buying lottery tickets? Right, but is your dream... Is that how far life has fallen? Yes, that is true. That is how far life has fallen. People just are banking on picking that up on the dollar. you treat the mobile station as an Indian casino? But I'm telling you, man, like the whole idea of service and all that kind of stuff. So people are doing their jobs, but I don't think they're happy with it anymore. 
And I think it's funny now. They literally throw you your food. I think it's really funny now. And I think it's kind of one of those things where, look, I'm not happy here. I'm not going to pretend to be happy here. But this is the only job I can get. Quit. What are you going to do, though? What, are you going to walk the earth like Kung Fu? Do that. Do a little bit of that. Well, the DC, You'll make a little money that way. The D.C. madam hung herself for providing that service. You're thinking everyone should quit and just become prostitutes. If, if, you, if you don't want to hate life, yes. Then you're going to hate yourself. Did you not see oh. Requiem for a Dream? Which, by the way, have we talked about Did you about see that? her at the end? She was cuddling with that money. She loved it. Uh, Dubs finally made me sit down and watch that movie. Because everyone's talking about, dude, you got to see Requiem for a Dream. you got to see Requiem for a Dream. I'm like, all right, fine. Dubs gets it. He's like, dude, you have to see this movie. So we sit down. What was it? One Saturday, Sunday afternoon. I sit down. I'm watching this movie. I'm horrified by it. I'm just, I don't know if I'm getting old or what, but it's, it is easily the most depressing movie that Very I have depressing. ever seen. And I, I know a chick that used to watch this movie constantly. Yeah, I know her, too. I doesn't surprise me. <laughs> She's like, you got to see this. And always referencing it and always, yeah, I watch it like two or three times a day. Or two or three times a week, I mean. I'm like, what kind of a effed up world are you living in where you're sitting there watching Requiem for a Dream on a loop? That's a safe, that's, that would be in your bar depression. Yes. Uh, your depression bar that you got. She's a realist. I'm sitting there watching that. The scene where Jennifer Conley... And she's with the brother. Mm-hmm. He's like, I didn't take it out because it's pretty. Or whatever he says. And I'm just like, holy cow. And then the other scene with the quote, ass to ass. Yeah. God. But that's, hot. But the, yeah, hot. But that's where you want everyone to be. Yes. It's better than than selling khakis. You really hate the everyman today, and it's funny to me. Oh. You know, I, do you hate the everyman because just like three weeks ago, three months ago, you were slanging pies? Yes. I hated life. And they were there with other people that were slanging pies? And, and they were okay with it? They really weren't, though, but they thought... They, they weren't okay with it, but they at the same time, they weren't making steps to stop it. All right, so how do you better yourself then, Dubs? You're right now. It's Saturday night. You got the ear of a guy. He's playing GTA Four. He's listening to the Hideout. He hates his job during the week, but he doesn't want to go dancing. Quit, please quit. I want someone to quit, and when they say, "Why are you quitting?" Say, "Cause J Dubs said so." All right. I'm getting this from Sideshow on the Instant Messenger. You always hear guys staying on a ledge calling a radio show saying they didn't jump because of the show. If anyone is on the ledge now, they're jumping. Dubs, you're just giving the you're giving off the vibe. Good. Of the best thing for you. Get to, off my dime. Tired of paying for you. The best thing for you to do is jump. Jump, and I don't want anybody to look for you. I don't want to pay for the uh, the uh, the river sweeping. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Do something where they won't find you. Do you need to take next? Burn week? yourself. 
Well, hang yourself like the DC Madam. I thought the really crappy thing was that she came down to her mom's trailer park and hung herself for her mom to find. That was kind of a prick move. Mom was nice, went up to the whole, the trials and everything. She seemed like a nice old lady. Sure, she raised a woman that was busted for prostitution in 91 and that put together a prostitution ring. But she still seemed like a nice lady. So your advice is find a bridge and jump. Yes, if you if if you aren't willing to do what it takes to get out of the gap, this is to what? get out of the kiosk. I do sit there, and I'm not going to lie to you. And I want to talk to someone who's there who does work at a kiosk in the middle of the mall, and their job is. I don't want to buy a sparkly thing for my phone. Their job is to say, hey, do you need an upgrade? Or, hey, do you got a phone? Because now everyone has a phone. No, I'm too busy going to the bathroom to poop. What? I'm not going to stop. I'm only in the in the, uh, the hall of the mall trying to run to the bathroom. I'm going to go buy something that's going to be in the real stores, not in your crap little desk in the middle. <laughs> your cubicle in the middle of the mall? I don't want a beanie baby. Dubs, you think we can come back and you can be happy? Or is that tooth going to keep you from being happy? Tooth is really the root of my anger today. I think it is. All right, let's come back and let's talk about something that will make you happy. Hmm. The draft of the Detroit Lions. (laughs) Take a break. We'll come back. All right, fine. We'll talk about something else. Schmegma. Yeah, maybe we'll hit up on that a little bit. Quick break. We'll come back, wrap this thing up in the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in a house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. alone. The hideout. <laughs> Back in the hideout. Wrapping it up, Hefe and Dubs. 106.7 WJFK. Dude, you seriously, you're crashing and burning. You're getting so frustrated. We started talking, we didn't have the mics on. You just, you look like you can't win over there. This mic. I try to fix it. I put the little rubber stoppers up there so it holds it. Oh, now it works. Now it works. Uh, when I first tried it, just come on, falling, falling. Dubs has a tooth infection. It's infected. Yeah, it is. I hear you got sepsis already. (laughs) Joe Radio takes over at 9 o'clock. Get a giggle out of that, Joe? Yeah. (laughs) Sepsis is funny. What's happening, my man? I miss the Pope. Do you? 
Times were so much simpler then. It seems like you guys had a blast when he was in town. Oh, he's... I mean, that guy knows how to party. <laughs> I'm still recovering. to my voice. Yeah, I hear it. What do you got coming up on Joe Radio? Uh, tonight begins the Joe Radio Summer Series Urban Legends. Yes. And we start with Mothman from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? <laughs> I just love it. I was willing we're throwing at Colbert because we had a whole summer series going on. All right, so the what the Mothman prophecies, like that whole thing? Yeah, yeah. I got a guy from the Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Jeff Wamsley, I think is how you pronounce his name. He's coming on at 9.15. Awesome. So we are going to talk about Mothman, and then I think next week we'll do the Bell Witch, and then we've got Goatman from Maryland, and, and we'll finish it all off at the end of the month with Bunny Man. <laughs> From here in Fairfax. Oh, but that's not the summer, though. The Bunny Man Bridge, isn't it? Yeah, the Bunny Man Bridge. And what was the story behind that one? I think a uh, mental patient uh, got uh, ran away from the asylum and killed some kids down by the Bunny Man Bridge. Hung them up in the trees. It's a really warm story. Like that. It sounds fun. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love the summer series. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, it leads up to the summer, and then you know, in June and July, we'll figure out some other things. Um, try to get some rock stars going or something. I love that Joe's putting thought into Joe Radio. We should try that for this show. Mm -hmm. um, that would take too much work. Yeah. Joe Radio coming up at nine o'clock. Thank you, my man. Thank you, guys. Love them. I love the summer series aspect. Yeah. We, we got to steal that. Urban legends. I thought that whole Mothman thing was right. I'm, I'm going to save it. I guess I got to wait and listen at 9.15. Maybe I'll call in. I like the movie. I didn't. Why? I don't know. The Mothman Prophecy movie was uh, <laughs> it was too difficult to follow. It, you know, what are you, retarded? I guess. It's easy. It, it, was, it was tough for me to follow. It was very... It's a bridge. That's I, all I remember. Yeah, I understand. And a bridge collapses. It's Does it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin it for you. I know you're in a bad mood. Yeah. Angry. But I do have, I have an uplifting story. I think it's going to make you feel better. Okay. Could you use one? Could. Okay, here we go. Uh, you like, you like uh, sports, correct? Sure. And a lot of times, sports can heal people when there are aspects of it that you know. Some people say that there were, you know, there were times that you know from New York and making it to the World Series after 9/11. Mm -hmm. You know, it has this healing process. Well, there was a game in which a player hit a home run, a three-run home run. Okay. College game. Runner is running around the bases, mm -hmm. misses first base, turns back to touch the bag, right knee buckles, like blows out a knee or a leg or something. Okay. And so then there are rules that say, well, if you can't make it all the way around... You're just credited with a single. So the opposing, and, and none of the players on the team can help the player across. Okay. If they do. It's null and void. Yeah. Well, then a player from the other team says, hey, we'll carry you. This all happened in a women's college softball oh. game. And it was really an amazing, touching thing. It was the ESPN uh, picture of the week, and here you had the ultimate show of sportsmanship. Dubs, I got this over here. I got a little, couple quotes from it. I don't think I was saying too much of the time, just uh, trying to breathe and crying 
Um, I felt a lot of pain, and I was just trying to focus on my coach and listen to what she was telling me. Um, she was telling me if I could to crawl back to first base and, you know, kind of just hold on there, figuring out um, what was going to happen. See, this is awesome because here you have an uplifting story in which you have people, opposite teams, coming together for the good of the game, for the good of the people to show, hey, this is sportsmanship. Play the next one. This is positivity. She was in a lot of pain, and at the time, and now looking back on it, it's the right thing to do. She hit it over the fence. She deserved the home run, and I just happened to know the rule and thought it would be you know, okay if we carried around the bases to make her home run possible. Um, I actually went up to the umpire and asked if we could carry her, and he didn't really hear me, so I went up to her head coach and asked if we could carry her around the bases and touch her at the bases, and they talked about it for a second, and then they said that that'd be fine, and I went and asked uh, my teammate Liz if she would carry around the bases, and we did. And they all went around in this odd procession from third to home. There was a standing ovation, and everyone was crying. It was like one of the most beautiful things that you'd ever see in sports. Do you mind if I comment real quick? Yeah, I, I want you to pause. I want you to comment on this positive story. It's not positive. It is the reason why women's sports are terrible. In absolutely every sense of the world, word, there is no way in a man's sport they would help the other team win. If it's going to help your team lose, you don't do it. There's no reason for you to help the other player get around the bags. It was her dumb fault for missing the first base. So she turns around and buckles her feeble fawn knee. To hell with her. They carried her to second base, gently lowered her so she could touch the bag. Yeah, I have a bag she can touch. Put some ice on your knee and then touch it. Look, you know, I don't think there's a limit as to how long you have to take rounding the bases. Crawl, then. <laughs> it would have been awesome to see her crawl and literally drag herself like that, like that leg had been amputated. Even if it takes I would love 30 to see minutes. Her army crawl around there. She want to die because she's weak and feeble. She would have hurt her elbow while doing that. Her fawn knee. Like a young deer just buckled. They say it was the ultimate act of sportsmanship, though. It's the ultimate act of just throwing your hands up and surrendering for being a woman. I was still feeling a lot of pain. Um, and at the same time, you know, I'm just, it's kind of a big blur um, at the moment. I didn't really realize what was going on until, you know, I've heard people tell me until I actually had time to reflect on it. I think it's great. What do you think is great about it? What, what's so awesome I, about that? I think, what, I think it is great that you can put aside your differences when it comes to team and you actually have the opportunity for people to be humane and civil toward each other how about this you're on your way to the bus and you twist your knee getting onto the bus as a person of the other team i'll help you onto that bus because we're off the field but while we're on that field i don't give a damn if you're if, uh, if you get shot in the knee i don't care if since you're a woman if you have your period out there i don't care what happens to you you're on the other team. So while you're on the other team, I have nothing to do with you rounding the bases. 
It's a sport. It's a game. I thought that's that, why women can't play them because they don't take it seriously. Um, I thought this was going to make you happy. I thought this was definitely something that would cheer you up because you have a toothache. Do, do they all fall and hurt their knees at the end and maybe fall into glass with hepatitis? No, that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't help me. Your face is starting to swell up. It is not. Yeah, it is. You're going to have to go get that yank thing yanked. Didn't you already get it yanked once? Dubs, by the way, has a, has a toothache. How would I get it yanked once? I don't know. I thought, didn't you have a root canal or something? Yeah, a root canal. How much does that set you back? A couple hundred. Oh, that wasn't bad? No. Oh, okay. So you're going to have to go do it again? Yeah. Yeah, your face is swelling up. I can see it. You got any dates planned this week? No. You don't know have any project cars you're working on at all? No. Don't have any softball players. You ought to try a softball player. Yeah. I think it'd work out for you really well. Weak-minded. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout. Any woman with a strong mind would have said, screw her, I'm trying to win this game. Do you think there's too much sportsmanship? Do you think that... Do you think Not that, in men's sports. In men's sports, we care about winning. No, but I think you've probably... There's, there's Hey... If someone gets injured, we'll clap when they get off the field because the game starts again. We don't carry them across the goal line and right. give them six points. Right. But don't you think that's the way it should be, though? No! I There's a there's a cheat on uh, Madden. That you get Madden cards, you can do these little cheats. One of the cheats you can do is if there's any injuries or anything like that, you get points for that injury. I would never use that cheat. You're Not even for fun. You're a stand-up guy, obviously. Because it makes no sense. If someone gets injured, they don't play the game. They don't get carried around. Uh, 800-636-1067. Oh, man. I guess a, uh, on the front page of Drudge, shock, death at Derby. Euthanized on the track. Actually, put them down on the track. I guess they so. pull the curtain up, shoot it in the head. Is that how they do it? Yeah. They shoot them in the head. Yeah, they. Uh, no, I don't know where they shoot them because uh, on tracks, if uh, if a horse goes down, they uh, set a, like a a big curtain up around it and shoot it right eight, there. Eight bellies finished second behind the favorite Big Brown of the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, then collapsed. With two broken front ankles and was euthanized after crossing the wire. Wow. Do they shoot them right there? I know they do at normal tracks. Like uh, if you're at a regular betting track, they'll shoot them right there. They don't give them a shot or anything? No, they just shoot them in the head or wherever. I believe in the head. I don't think they're just going to shoot them. <laughs> I don't think they're going to give them the stigmata of shots, shoot them in all their feet. Man, I can't believe I missed the Kentucky Derby and I missed a, a suicide. You know what they should have done? They should have had the other horses pick up that horse and take it around. One more victory lap before they... Wouldn't that be funny if that's the way it was like in regular sports? That if this softball chick, she couldn't make it around the bases, so instead they just brought over the curtain and they just put her out of her misery? <laughs> With those big... Thick ankles of hers. 
It would remind you of a horse, and I think it would, it would justify a buckshot. Dude, there are chicks that ankles, they are thicker than that of a filly. Sure. They call her Clydesdale ass. Wow, they just broke, like, right there at the end. That'd be funny if you had someone, and that's just the way it is. Sorry, Agent Zero. Never mind scoping that knee. We're just going to have to take you out. Hibachi. Uh, Put him in the Karate Kid uh, uh, Halloween costume. And shoot him in the head. I never understood that. Like, how you can't rehabilitate a horse. You can't put, like, a horse in any sort of a well, that, that's wheelchair they, or anything. Like, you just got to kill it. That's what they, they, they did uh, nurse the... Uh, what, what was it? Uh, that last big horse, what was it last year or two years ago? Almost from the Triple Crown? Right. They uh, they kept that one alive. I think, it, I think it's odd, though. You just shoot them in the head. You uh, just put them out of the misery like that. I guess if they break their legs, they're cooked, basically. Why? You never really... Dogs aren't that way. You can see a dog wander around. I don't think they're supporting the same kind of mess. With those thin legs. You would think there'd be enough progress for them not putting these guys down. Man, I was watching, I guess it was that E60, where they're talking about cloning animals. Well, I guess they definitely can't ever have them race again. Right. You can just have it around now, it's just glue. God, that's funny. We missed it. I love seeing stuff like that. I don't know what it is, and maybe it kind of ties in a little bit. The Lester Big Hand says they should have done that to Marion Jones. They should have put that bitch down. Um, I love kind of that tragedy in sports when there is that that moment of, oh, wow, what's going on? I, and maybe it's me. Maybe it all goes back to uh, Utley. Thumbs up, Utley, for the Lions. But whenever people are gathered around. He still needs a bull in the head. When people are gathered around. If you can have the guy, what was his name, Kevin Everett from the from the Bills? Yeah. He was supposed to be paralyzed, almost died, and he could walk again. You can't not fix a, a year later. Yeah, you can't fix a horse. You're not trying. That's what I'm saying. You're not trying. Uh, it's Hefe and Dubs. We're in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. You think you're going to be all right? Hope, hope so. You're being a trooper, man. You're really trying, you. to, trying to get through this thing. Dubs has a really bad toothache. Was it, when did it really start kicking in during the show? Oh, I was kicking in at home. Really? Yeah. Before the show even started? Uh-huh. What does it feel like? Is it pain. kind of is it a dull pain or is it a wavy oh, pain? It's is a, a sharp wavy, pain? sharp pain. What is it? Wave wham! Wave wham! And it just hits you and it hurts? Yeah. Do you have any pills at home that you can take? You got any medication that you can take? No. Just regular old aspirin. That's not good enough. No. Not with my tolerance. What kind of drugs are you taking right now? Percocet? None. I don't have any. Oxycontin? I don't have any. What about those pills that you order? I don't order any pills. Kratom? I don't order any pills. You don't take any? start. You don't take anything anymore? Mm-mm. That was a real big drug addict. I am not. Do we need to put you down? <laughs> I think so. Do we need to go get a curtain and put you out of your misery? Let's do it. I'm worried about you, man, because you're sitting over there like you can't even sit still. Yeah, let's hit the out music. I just hit it. 
She even took off your headphones. He's wearing a Mario shirt. He's taking off his headphones and he's got his head buried in his hands. You know why you got toothache? Why? I'm not getting any sex. Probably. All big backup. <laughs> it's a buildup. That's not enamel. That's something completely different. All right, Dubs. I wish you. I wish you better, man. Thank you. Think you'll be around next weekend? Yeah. All right, good. <sighs> Kids hurt. Being a trooper. If you want, add us up. MySpace.com slash Hideout Radio. I think during the week I'm going to have the instant messenger on. Finally put it on my uh, laptop, brand new laptop that I have. So check that out, Hideout Radio, if you ever want to chat it up during the week. They've recorded the show back at the uh, JFK compound. So hopefully the podcast will be updated. That'll be all there for you. (laughs) I recorded it. All right, we're going to get out of here because Dubs really is hurting. You don't even have to play the whole rest of the out music. In fact, I'm going to move it forward over here. There we go. All right, my friends, you guys have a fantastic night. MySpace.com slash Hideout Radio. J-Dubs feel better. It's and Dubs in the hideout. Joe Radio's next. The summer series begins. Urban Legends coming up at 9.15. The Mothman. Joe's got it for you. Tefe and Dubs in the hideout. We out, bitch. 5,000. 